go. Let me just pin this comment. Oh, bloody hell. There we go. What's going on, everyone? Let me get him in. Um, two days running, working hard, obviously. Um, yeah, man, got Danny Graham today. A lot of you will know him from, well, if you know football properly, you'll know that he's played everywhere, but a lot of people's entry point into Danny Graham would probably be Swansea. So, love for the feedback, everyone, especially with yesterday's one. That was, re that was really, really good. Um, Danny, I think he's here already. Um, we're just going to get him in now. So, all right, big up my hat members of society as well. I see they're in here every time. Let me just get him in. Oh. Okay, here he is. I hope my thing ain't playing up today. I don't know. Guys, can you not see me okay? Because yesterday I had problems with the Wi Fi. All right. What's going on? Not, man. How are we? Uh, how you doing? I'm good, mate. Are you? I'm good. Can you see me okay, yeah? Yeah, I see you. Right, yeah. There's no problems with Wi Fi or anything now. I hope not, mate, no. No, 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 no. What's going on? What's going on? Not a lot, mate. Just back in training now, so pretty much a lot of running every day in training alongside. So nice to be back, mate, but just feels like the pre season all over again. Yeah, I was, I was gonna I was gonna say it must feel like an absolute blow. This is probably the apart from if you've been injured, this is probably like the longest you've been off, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think the longest I've been off probably towards obviously mm -hmm. we've had well over 10 weeks before we got back in there, so it was different, it was tough, um, obviously what's been going on, but it's nice to be getting back in the whole train and contact, which we couldn't do the first week, which was we do the past, so it's nice to get back in with a budget. You know you're, you're cutting in and out? Say again? Your sound is cutting in and out. Is it? Yeah, I, I don't know, it might be something to do with, with the hair or something, I don't know. <laughs> These long locks making <laughs> But yeah, no, you're, you're cutting it out. I don't know if, if you can fix that or anything. I don't know what's up with it, mate. It doesn't seem to be doing anything. Okay, cool, cool. Just let's just see how, if it fixes, mate. I, yeah. yeah, so Van, you're saying? So again, buddy. Yeah, so you had time away. Like, have you been coping during during lockdown? What have you, you been getting up to? Not a lot, mate, to be honest. It's a lot of homeschooling with the kids and, you know, trying to occupy them most of the day and then finding to get up an hour to get and do some runs, which is obviously tough when it's by yourself and you've got no one there to sort of help you along. So it's been tough, mate. Um, like I say, the hardest part probably being homeschooling and occupying the kids for so long. Yeah. Um, are you any good at homeschooling? No, not great. Let's be honest. I'm not great. The missus has done most of that, so I've kind of dodged a bullet. With me boys, they're only three yeah. years old. It's not been too bad with me. I'd occupy them. Yeah. So, I don't even know where to start with you, man. Let's start with Blackburn. Might as well start with Blackburn, man. Like, so, this is your... Is this your fourth season with them? Yeah, for full season. Yeah, I was on loan before that, so it's my fourth season, yeah. Fourth season, and you guys are, to be fair, you're only three points off from um, from playoffs, and I'm not going to lie to you, because obviously I chat to Bradley quite a bit, and I didn't think, you know, we'd be anywhere 
anywhere near there, to be honest, um, earlier on in the season. But three points off playoffs. What's what's the what's the mood like in the camp? You don't think you can do it? Yeah, why not? Uh, and we've we've run on the radar all season, and that's kind of how we've like wanted to talk about us. Not mentioned us, which mm. is, it's, um, we've got a great group of lads, um, with a lot of quality with. So we knew we were capable of the shout. So nine games to go, three points off the playoffs. You know, we we've, we've got every every ounce of blood to make sure we can get to the playoffs in the final game. Mm. You are. I can tell you, you're really good with media. You've got great, great media answers. I think, I think you're the best so far. <laughs> oh, what a creature! Oh, bloody hell! Oh, uh, well, I cut dog. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, at the beginning of the season, what was that Blackburn's that main objectives anyway? To be fair, we 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 spoke about playoffs. We had a good run last year where we were around February, March time. We were within three points. Yeah. Uh, mm. then, uh, didn't have a big enough squad, I think, which was the main thing. We've had an experience with with John Orange, which has helped us. We had the young boys as well. So we spoke about playoffs being the target, uh, and to be in this with nine games to go is great. Uh, because how far we've come as well from last season. So, like I say, everybody's been been off, and you know, it's a chance to get the Premier League. So we have to give it everything within these nine games. It's going to be different with no fans, but, you know, everyone's going to be in the same board, so it's just who deals with the best. Mm. When you look back at the season, though, which which games would you say stick out as ones that you should have really come away with a, with a win or something or a point more than, than you should have? Oh, there's, there's been a few We tend to shoot ourselves in the foot. I remember... We batted short in the home game of the season and end up getting beat. Big Lyle Taylor scored towards the end of the game. Uh, Luton at home, mm. the team. Um, you know, if you want to get in the playoffs, no disrespect, you, you need to be beating team at home. We got turned over by them, so we dropped silly points, um, but we're still in with a fight, which is the most important thing. What's 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 you guys is like? Like when you say you shoot yourself in the foot. What's been the, the, the biggest thing that, that lets you guys down? I don't know if you can... I don't want to single anyone out, but is there one thing that just keeps happening time and time again that you as a striker are just like, what are you doing? It's, it's, we've, we've had a bit of an... When we tend to go one the up, we, we flip quite a bit. Don't hang on to the, to the lead for more than 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, that's probably... It's in the backside more than you would like because probably we would have been in a way better position. Uh, that was the case last year. Obviously, we've cut out um, more than we were doing last year, which is great to see an improvement. Like I say, hopefully we can keep that up. Really. Yeah, I see Josh McEachern's in there. Shout him up. Josh. Bigger. <laughs> um, quick question before I forget. Um, Bradley told me to ask you why you love garlic bread so much. <laughs> <laughs> love that. He's deflected that onto me. That's brilliant. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what the story is behind that, but he just said, yeah. Cal by the back. He loves the garlic bread more now. <laughs> but um, you see, you guys have to like come back now. And, like, what's been? I like to ask players about their their like take on having to come back and everything. Like, when you look at the rules regarding, you got to sit meters away from people, but you're allowed to. Um, 
you're allowed to do four one. I mean, eleven against eleven contact. Like, how do you see that? Like, what's, what goes through your mind when that happens? It's been it's been strange because like the first week we were in groups of five, we were literally all around mannequins were all four, five, six yards away from each other. So it was, it was kind of strange, and you know, it, we we feel kind of safe. We're looking, we we have tests twice a week. Uh, if one's got symptoms, they'll come to the training ground. So you know, it's been strange and. Uh, there was a phase one, and we moved on to phase two, where it was good. One sec, one sir. Can you guys in the comments um, let me know if he's cutting out? I don't, it might be me. It might be. I don't know if, if they can see that your your sound is cutting in and out. I think it's your signal. Don't be, can't be me. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not me. me. I, uh, think, I think you have got a couple couple slices of garlic bread behind the <laughs> behind the camp. Yeah, he is. yeah. You're, you're, it says you're cutting out a bit, so I don't know. I don't know why it is. It says I've got 4G in full reception. No, I don't, I don't know. It's just something to do with... Have you got, like, a, a headpiece or anything? No, nothing. Just be long locks. No, I'm asking you. Have you, have you got one that you, that you could use, Danny? Like, like... Oh, um, <laughs> I have at home. Sorry, I have at home, but I'm, I'm, at, the, I'm at my father-in-law's because um, the kids will be running riot. Mm. Ah, okay. Quick look. Uh, See if he's how... got any ones. Okay, go quick. Go, go, Two go seconds. Quick. I'll, I'll, I'll keep these like, entertained, mate. I'm I'm going for garlic bread, really. <laughs> so yeah, um, got better now. Oh, he's he's got better. Just says he's cutting up. Um, I don't know how to keep you lot. Some garlic bread crumbs are in the box. Oh yeah, guys, if you lot have actually got any questions, like type them in and I'll ask them. I'll try to get through as many questions as possible for him. Like, there's so much I need to get through. But if you just got any questions, then just put them in. Um, obviously, as well, I'm actually part of a podcast called Carrot Attack. So, if you want to see more of these, um, Harry Chapman probably eating me speak. <laughs> How much does he eat? Um, if you if you've got any, um, if you want to see any more of these things in regards to me talking to players, and just check out Carrot Attack Pod right there. Make sure you guys all follow. Where we've got giveaways, we've got interviews with players. Um, Shall I say who I've got tomorrow on here already? I want to say who I've got, but I don't know. No, no, I'll, I'll skip that. So, yeah. I can't find any man. No, I bet you didn't even look, mate. But um, why didn't he give me his top when we went up against Doncaster? What, why didn't... No, I couldn't give that. Keep it for myself. <laughs> Emotion. I, I keep that top. <laughs> It's funny because on that, actually, um, when you guys went down, I know we were talking about something else before, but um, while we're here, when you guys went down, was it a was it an easy decision to to actually stay with Blackburn at that time? Um, yeah, it possibly. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. I had a few offers, there, but I felt as though I was part of the team that went down. I was happy at the club. Order to everyone. It wasn't just me. There was it was Charlie Mulgrew, Daryl uh, Lenahan, who had good. Yeah, yeah. He stuck by by us as well, so it was great. Everyone stuck together, and I think personally, the the relegation club uh, mm. back on side. You know, we, we 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 lost thirty games, and and you know the fans bought it, and you know they've been great. So I think it was a blessing, to the guys, a lot at the time. Yeah. yeah. 
because I know for a lot of people, once they go down, it's just like, oh, forget, forget this. And obviously you, you had played in the Prem at this point. You had been in the championship. So to go down to League One was a, I can imagine it would have been a bit like, like hold on, like, I don't want to get stuck in it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, listen, we wanted, we wanted to go the first time, which is obvious. Um, I think you can tell that not many people leave the football club. Uh, we lost two games where it's South End and shrunk and I think that helped as well thinking you know if there was thought if it was going to be easy to back up you know like yeah, by then we were results we were, we were bottom we'd only scored all in them games so that that helped us mate. and ever we beat Bradford 1-0 and ever since then mate we just kept on really it was a great season to be part of yeah so what would you say has been your best season, like in regards to, it might not even be in regards to goals, but just the season where you look back and think, nah, this is the year that uh, that was really, really good for me. I think I kind of had two, mate. There was the, the last season of Watford um, in terms of goals and, you know, I had a I had a target when I left Middlesbrough in the Premier League to get back there one day and play again week out in the Premier League and, you know, the second season at Watford, I was flying, you know, everything I touched seemed to go in and, Obviously, the first season at Swansea, where uh, I signed in the summer, and I think we ended up finishing 10th or 11th. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a good team you had there. Yeah, we, we, I remember we played Arsenal at home, and you know everyone was saying you can't play the way he's up teams. Mm. And we ended up beating them. You know, we beat them quite well in the end of the day. Yeah, I, I remember, mate. We had a lot of possession against them, which was great. So, probably the two seasons, I would say... The championship won at Watford because of the amount of goals I scored, and the first season at Swansea was because of playing in the Premier League. Yeah, who was your? Um, was it was it Brian Rodgers? No, we had uh, it was Brendan Rodgers the first season. He he went to Liverpool, and then it was Michael Lodrop. Oh, I said Brian. Yeah, so I meant It's funny though because I had Lee Leiter on my podcast before here. <laughs> <laughs> Hadley went leader of our podcast and he absolutely slaughtered Larger. He, he absolutely slaughtered um, Larger. And, and he said how um, the gods were on his side. I don't expect you to slaughter it, by the way, don't worry. Uh, but he said the gods were on his side because you guys actually won um, a trophy, but he just weren't a great manager for him. And like, you actually left one when Larger was there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, for you, what changed? Was it was it literally me too, or was it a thing of of um, <laughs> he just didn't fancy you? <laughs> no, to be fair, start of the season, mate. We I remember the start of the season one. We beat QPR way five nil, and then we beat West Ham home three nil. First two games playing, scored in the West Ham game. Um, after that, I found myself on the team and. and me- and, and I mean, he was, he was unplayable in most games, mate. He was a rough pressure. And then I got back in the team around the December time, like got four in five games, something like that. And then he got back. And then I was out. And for me, mate, it was all about playing football. I didn't dislike like a loud drop. I think he walked into a job uh, at Swansea by every different place. Um, you know, from Brendan previous, all just got down. You know, Swansea had their way 
training and you come in that job with the players had a year's more experience in the league and you know it's kind of fit from uh, but by the way what a player he was he was about to train by my allowed job who meet you no, oh, meet you, meet you with Grey, but Michael, it's because it's you're still cutting up. So I'm just trying to. Mike allowed drop when he joined in train. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I think he said that as well, Leah, that he used to flick over people's heads and, and, and everything. So good he was. I don't know. Hopefully that can, that, that'll be a bit better. I've moved away from my good angles, so. <laughs> I just put it here, son. <laughs> but yeah, so was it was it a tough decision for you in the end to to leave? Because you you actually left in in January as well. Yeah, it was tough, mate. But at the end oh, of the day, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be playing week in week out, and I obviously knew that wasn't going to be the case at Swansea. So I felt it was uh, time to move on um, to Sunderland and. In the January, and you know, obviously looking back, at, you know, the time at uh, Sunderland was a, a tough spot, but I think that's part and parcel of football, mate. You take your ups and your downs. Did you hear that? That's my laptop going off. Yeah, but staying on um, on Swansea, there's a couple of players that I noticed that you played with. Well, I remember you playing with, and just like. Just tell me what what they were like. So the first one I've got is Routledge. Routledge, what a guy! Um, I think the first season with with Brendan, he didn't really play a lot. <clears throat> Scott Sinclair and Nathan Dyer. Um, I got really well about next door to him in the power onesie. Uh, you know, he's still a guy I speak to now. Uh, great player. I think he's had more clubs than me. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's gone on to be legend. You know, I'm yeah. sorry, family well, it's gone to move. Um, next one, Joe Allen. Quality. Mm. He was quality mate. from the first day I got in there. Um, obviously, I heard a lot about him because he was a young lad at the time. Mm. Very rarely give the ball away. Uh, up and down the pitch, but it could also play with the most important thing. No done uh, to a bigger club uh, that was always going to happen. So great player, mate. Really, yeah. Looking back though, did you ever look like, think to yourself you should have maybe stayed that the whole season as opposed to leaving in January, or do you actually feel that looking back that was the right thing for you? Um, that's a tough question to be honest. I'm not too sure. At the time, I felt it was always the right thing to do, and. Like I said before, I'm all about playing football, mate. And I felt as all that going to One, how, what I'm doing, and the fact that I'd scored four and five and I still couldn't play the game after that. So I kind of yeah. knew it was the right thing to do at the time. Yeah. What, what goes through your mind, though? Like, you know, you said you had those, you know, you had those two seasons at Watford, great seasons. You got your move to Swansea, first season, great. And then, like when Mitru actually walks in through the door, yeah, is it a thing of like, hold on, what's what's going on here? Like, and 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 did you know that he would maybe be like the starter, or was it a thing of where you're just like, ah, oh, it's it's just another player coming in and and you're the main man. 
to be fair, mate, it was it was strange because you come into ten to play mm. that. Yeah. And then that's how it started. And then once you went up front, mate, you just become this goal scoring machine. And like I said before, mate, played with arrogance, but off the pitch, goals were quite like a great guy to talk to. And he, he loved a bit of banter, which uh, I like myself as well. So, so for whatever reason, he ended up playing as a nine. And he done ever so well, mate. And quite enjoy, he stayed up there because I think he got some 20 goals that season. Mm. What, what what happened to him after he left? Did he, did he get some sort of injury or something? I think he had some sort of injury with his ankles, mate. Yeah, and then I seen he was playing third division in Spain at some point. Yeah, I remember seeing that. I think it was that like his, his brother's team was or something. Yeah, but he got moved to Napoli, didn't he, on loan from mm. Swan? Yeah, yeah. In terms of sort of, you know, the injuries must have been bad, mate. And then you know he's just obviously ended up playing for his brother's team, like you said. In the, yeah. What's, what's been your worst injury? Uh, my worst injury was probably 19 all the middle. I had a stress fracture of my tibia, which yeah. kept me out for four months. Literally couldn't do any sort of physical exercise until it was completely. Mm. What, what, team were you, what team were you at when that happened? I was at Middlesbrough at the time. Oh, okay. When I come through and, you know, obviously not being able to train and eat so much garlic bread didn't help me. Yeah. So, let's go into Sunderland. Because you actually supported um, Newcastle as, as, a, as a youngster, didn't you? Yeah, that got brought up a few times, to be fair. Um, <laughs> at, <laughs> at the time, you know, I was really looking forward to the challenge. Um, I'm a North East lad. I've been away for several years. And, you know, a chance to play for a big club in the North East was a big turn down. Um, and then, obviously, I signed with Martin O'Neill. And then, within four or five games, he got sacked. He got a sack, yeah. Which was an, another nightmare. But, um, yeah, it was tough, mate. I'm not going to lie. The, the spot was, was so tough for a lot of different reasons. But it just didn't work out. Yeah. Do you think that part of that didn't, um, didn't work out? Because maybe... You know the fans were a bit hard on you in that at the beginning, or do you just were, were there other factors involved? No, I think a lot of it was probably the Martin O'Neill situation didn't help me so soon into my career there. Um, oh, obviously, yeah. like and you know I was looking forward to working with him because he's he's been a great manager wherever he's been, and uh, we had some great players there at the time as well. So it was, a, it was another challenge for me. But listen, mate, some some moves don't work. Out and, you know, that Southern one was, was a disaster. Um, but, you know, it's part and parcel of football. I keep saying you, you take your highs with your lows. Nothing's going to be plain sailing. Mm. When you're actually... We're going to move away from this. I don't want to start like, crying and stuff like that. <laughs> but <laughs> but when, when you're actually going through that spell, what is it like for you as, as a striker? Like, when you're actually going through a spell where you're not scoring, you're used to it. Is it a thing of, you know it's going to turn around or do you start getting into your head? Um, I think, no, I didn't really get into my head. I'd been in that situation before early on in my career, mate. And, you know, I, I remember talking about it saying, you know, I probably hit away in the box where, you know, as a striker, you should always, always know you're going to miss chances and, you know, keep that belief that, you know, next opportunity you get to score. I think the, the most difficult part for me was Martin O'Neill getting sacked. Oh. And, Paolo Di Canio coming in, 
and then oh yeah, goose hitting, air goose hitting. Oh, he was. Well, I can't say he was terrible, but yeah. and then you know I was in the under twenty three dressing room with every single one of them that's back in the first team squad. So it was it was a massive roller coaster off the pitch more than you know probably people I wasn't scoring. There was there was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes to deal with. Yeah, when when there are when there are things going on behind the scenes, do you ever feel like you know you should actually let people know what's going on or is it so hard to just to just actually let them let them know and and actually be like, hang on, this is what's going on, that's what's going on because everyone just looks at you and probably thinks, oh, he's lost when you don't actually really know. Do you ever get tempted to be like, this is what's happening, mate? So many times, mate, just want to you know shout from the rooftops and let people know what's going on. But you know the way football goes now, mate, you say the wrong stuff, you get fined or stuff like that. So players tend to have to deal with it themselves, which. You know, at some point, uh, you know, you've got to bite your tongue because the FA has been and you'll probably end up saying the wrong thing. Yeah. You know, time after time. So. Do, do you feel that now, though? That the older you get, the more you're probably just like, oh, I don't even care anymore. I'll say what I like. Yeah, there was, a, there was an article in the press about Sam Gallagher a few months ago. So mm. I come to the press guy and straight up just come out with it. And, you know, he, he ended up putting the. Um, Instagram on private and stuff like that, but you know, days with role models it's tough because you know football's such a great sport and there's a lot of kids watching and you don't want to send out. Yeah. But times the, the amount of abuse you get is hard to bite your tongue at times. Yeah, I, I don't. I think people don't realise just how much the uh, how much abuse you might get, and um, is it hard for you to not bite back? <laughs> yeah, it's massively hard, mate. But then. You're the one who's going to get fined a week's wages or two weeks' wages, so you're losing out twice as much. So it's hard, mate, but you know, you just have to get on with it and deal with it. Yeah, and it's, it's you know, you don't want to get fined when you're on your like 100k a week, man. It's 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 really, really and everyone just talks about money as well. I you should complain and what have you, but yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. Like they think just because you're you're paid well that. You shouldn't have an opinion, or, or or that you're not human anymore. So they can just come at you whenever, whenever they want. It's brilliant, man. I've been on, on trains on the way home from, you know, opposition fans, and they're just slating you down the carriage, and you know, you're dying to say back, but they've probably got right to say something. Ah, yeah. Uh, but listen, I'm old enough now. I just laugh it off and try and hit them back with some sort of banter. Yeah. Um, question here. Guys, keep bringing your questions. I'm going to start going through them in a bit. Um, your thoughts on Owen Coyle? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you want to get me fined? You? <laughs> uh, listen, I, for me, he was great. I was playing week in, week out. But, you know, in terms of organisation for for a group of lads at the time, what, which we needed, we didn't really get. There was a lot of five-a-sides and, you know, Fun sort of games when we didn't really need, it. yeah. So it was kind of tough. <laughs> it was obvious. It was obvious he was going to get sacked at one point. Yeah. So when when these managers are going to get like the sack or whatever, can you feel it coming within the club, or or do you just kind of just oh no, let me just keep playing? Yeah, you can kind of feel it. Um, a lot of the voice 
from the fans to be getting mm. back week after week and you know something's going to eventually be done about it and less of us all tend to swing the other way but you can kind of feel it's it's a strange feeling on the magic because everyone's quickly talking about who's yeah. going to yeah, is he going to like me am I going to play so it, it swings quite quickly it, uh, to be honest yeah do you ever know that like when you have you ever been been part of a situation where a manager's been sacked and then like you're thinking oh, that's a bit harsh that's a bit harsh yeah I've got a great one when I, was, when I signed for Carlisle when I left Middlesbrough mm. um, we finished the season just outside the playoffs so yes. Carlisle obviously I was playing week in week twenty one year old um, played we started the new season that's it then we played Walsall away. Yeah. We do one. We come in on the Monday and the gaffer was sacked. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I just signed. I was like, what happened here? Yeah. So that was that was strange. But it was one game into the season and he got sacked. And to this yeah. day, I... No, I, I think that's always harsh when, you know, you've actually achieved something and then they just... They just sack. They just sack the manager off, man. This... Normally, you get games to see where you are in the new season. He mm. got one, and we drew the game away from home, and he was gone. So it was it was a strange situation to be. Yeah, that's that's probably got something to do more with like stuff that's going on behind the scenes. Oh, here he is, Bradley. Oh, he is. He just finished his garlic bread. <laughs> um. So now you're how old are you? Thirty-four now. Thirty-four. Yeah. Yeah, you're thirty-four. At what point? Obviously, you probably still feel like you've got, you know, a long, a long while to go, maybe. But at what point do you start thinking about life after football? Or have you been thinking about life after football? Yeah, I've been thinking about it, mate. Um, obviously, I've just started that new clothing range for Gatti, uh, which is going to be live soon. Uh, oh, it's not live yet? It's not live yet, mate. No, it's going to be live in hopefully two to three weeks, I'm hoping. Um I'm doing my B license as well, and I'm obviously going to do my A license after that, because uh, coaching something I want to, you know, probably have a go at. I don't want to fall out of football and then have to try and get back into it with. Yeah. The so I'm going to be doing that as well, and and see where that leads us. Yeah. So that, I'm going to ask if you do see yourself um, coaching. Actually, is, is yeah. coaching or managing as well? Coaching is first. Possibly one day I'd like to be a manager. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I, I could be that serious or, um, <laughs> but you know, as the older I get, there the more I might mellow out. Uh, we'll see. But fortune to start with, and then if that leads into management, then so be it. Yeah. Which which managers have you played under where you're like, no, nah, this is like a really really good manager, and which managers have you played under where you're like, oh, I could have done this session myself. On Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I could do a five-a-side session. Um, <laughs> but in terms of, you know, the the biggest impact off a manager I've had was probably Brendan Rodgers at Swansea. Mm, yeah. He had an unbelievable knack of looking after the players more who weren't weren't playing than the ones who were playing. Yeah. Everyone was on, you know, everyone just felt part of the squad. And I remember going in, um, we played Newcastle away, and he dropped me, and I walked out of the office, and it wasn't until... 15 minutes afterwards, I'd realised I'd been, I'd been dropped for the game. He just had a, a way of words and the way he spoke to you was, was incredible. 
Yeah, could you could you tell when he was playing under him that no, nah, this manager's going to go on to to you know represent at the top? Oh yeah, it, yeah. Just everything he was, he was so precise. Every single thing, mate. Every session, every you know, down to where you travel, eating, everything was just like to the highest quality. There's no surprise he went on to Liverpool. Obviously, he done well there. They were so close to the league and Celtic's mm. and the club, and, and now he's doing a great job with Leicester. Yeah, Danny Rose, you played with him at <coughs> Sunderland. Sorry, what was he like for you? I love Danny, mate. What what a great guy. Mm. He was yeah. he was brilliant, mate. Um, it was obviously going to go back and play for Tottenham at some point after that loan spell. Mm. He's done that well, but great. Uh, he's only what five foot six, but he jumps six foot five. Got mm. a great thing on him. He's up and down the pitch, and you know you can, you can see how good of a career he's had with the England caps as well. He's had. Yeah. Do you um? still kind of like stay up to date with, with football and, and watch it or do you kind of just like you know it is what it is like just there no no I, I, I still try and watch it as much as I can yeah 100% uh, you know all sorts of leagues uh, La Liga uh, Italian League mm. yeah I'll watch pretty much most football if um, if I get the chance with the kids yeah who do you enjoy who do you enjoy watching right now you say Charlton who? Charlton. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening to your big centre floorboard? He doesn't want to play, does he? Uh, I, I, I don't know. He's that, that's, I don't know, mate. But in fact, that's actually, that's actually a good topic. Wait, before we get there, worst ground you've played at very quickly? Fleetwood. Fleetwood. Oh, yeah. Because they still got the ground from when they were like... Yeah. Conference, isn't it? Yeah, they've still got that same ground, mate, yeah. Yeah, but very good question, actually. Um, so, obviously, you're talking about Lyle Taylor, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know what's, what's going on there. I've, I know what I've, what I've heard in the, in the, um, in the press. And, um, yeah, I don't know, but I, 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 I don't know what to say there. Do you get what I'm saying? But what I would say is, because your contract's running up, so how does it work with, with you then? Like, do you just extend while the you know until the season's done and then and then go on from there? Yeah, so the clubs I think the club have a date to uh say who they keep until the end of the season. So mm. as um as it rolls on they'll, they'll make a decision on, you know, if they want to keep you or or not really. So they could release you now or they could keep you and then your contract rolls on until the season's out. And... So uh and it's a difficult situation, but I'm happy at Blackburn, so, you know, whatever happens, uh, happens. But I would imagine they'd roll a contract on until the end of the season and then, you know, see what happens after that. OK, but it is a thing where, you know, you, you do want to stay. Yeah, I'd love to stay, mate. Yeah, I love it at the club. But, um, you know, if they don't, I understand. I've been there four years and they might want younger players to come in and, and move the club in a, in a different direction, which is fine. And, you know... You move on. It's part and parcel of football. Yeah, but you you wouldn't say, or would you say that at at this age now, if you were to leave, do you think you'd struggle to find another team in the championship? Um, I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, I'm not too sure, mate. To be honest, I think 
with what's going on and the finances within clubs might help me um, in terms of being a free agent and stuff like that. But I don't know, mate. I don't know. I'm, I'm one of them, mate. You know, whatever happens, happens. Um, as long as I'm still playing professional football, uh, I'm, I'm more than happy. Yeah, is it, is it something that maybe weighs on your mind, though? Like, because for me, I don't know how you guys are able to just keep playing. Your contract's supposed to be up, but they expect you to keep playing at a high level. And really and truly, it's a ruthless, it's a ruthless sport, and they might just, okay, thank you, and you're gone. Is it something yeah. that stays on your mind? Do they could they could say, listen, you, we want you to stay for the next nine games. Um, and after that, I might be out of a contract, but that's just part and parcel. Listen, I'm 34 now, so yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of relaxed about the situation. Uh, if I have to move on move on that's that's just the way football goes and I've got my time out, but you know if I do move on there'll be no grudges held or anything like that it'll we get on with it and you know wish everyone the best yeah okay cool well hopefully you get to you get to stay around I know Bradley will be heartbroken so if you if you, you were you <laughs> get all the garlic bread <laughs> I need to actually find, get to the bottom of this garlic bread um <laughs> How good how good of a signing was Stuart Downing? Unreal. Unreal, mate. He's he's pro- he's probably our best player. He's been our best player this season, I would say. And he's thirty five. Um in terms of fitness, he's he's super fit. Um he's he's unbelievable on the ball. You can see the you can tell by, you know, the career he's had. He's he's been at Liverpool, West Ham, over thirty odd caps for England. I think it was a great signing as well in terms of experience, which mm. said before we needed. Um, so he's been a super signing, I think. Yeah. Um, so when you, when you see him training, can you just instantly see that, oh, no, this guy's played that high level for a long time? Yeah. Basically in training, you know, 11 by 11s, he'll slow the game down to his pace. Mm. Uh, he's, he's that good. Um, so, yeah, he, he's... He's a great pro, mate, and he's he's great to have around the place. And you know, I, w- I wouldn't be too too surprised if if Blackburn offered him a new deal. Yeah. Oh, he's he's out of contract as well. Yeah, he's in the same boat as me. Yeah, I think it's all the pensioners uh, up in the summer. Yeah. Would you, do you think you're looking at it? It's it's um because I remember years back, football used to be not an old man's game, but it, it definitely you know weighed heavily more in the, on on the experience side of things. Do you look at football now and, and see it as it's a young man's game? Yeah, everyone wants, you know, big, powerful, fit, athletic, young players, basically. Uh, that's the way the game's gone. The, mm. the games being played at these days is is a complete different scale to when I first, you know, come through as, as a young lad at Middlesbrough. So, that's the way it's gone, mate. But um, you just have to that, mate. Listen, I'm, I'm 34. Last year, I got player of the year at 33 year old. So, mm. you know, you... you you just got to get on with it and, and show what you're capable of. So, and hopefully that's enough to, to keep you going. Yeah, a lot of it is is how you feel, I mean, how you feel rather than the actual the actual age. And, you know, like you said, you're, you're still doing it. It's not like you're, you're, you're struggling. So, like, yeah, I, 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 I personally think Blackburn should offer you a new deal, but it's not up to me. So if it was left, if it, if it was left up to me, I'd, I'd get a contract next year from Blackburn. Cheers. Uh, say again. Let's hope that happens. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's hope so because then you've got to start thinking about your whole family and and having to 
you know, relocate them and, and everything. So, you know, I, I think a lot of people don't, you know, they, they forget about that as well, that you can't, it's not just you that you have to think about. Yeah. You've got yeah. to think about your, your whole family. Thing, mate, I, you know, at my age, I don't want to be, you know, lumping my daughter in and out of different schools. So wherever I go, I'll probably just be me and I would have to go home on days off and stuff like that. But if that's what I've got to do, um, to prolong my career, then so be it. Yeah. So it's funny because a lot of the comments I'm seeing, like they want you to, they want you to stay. So, I'm yeah. sure has been our best player. <laughs> also, he's he's had a good season from what that, I can see. Yeah, I would say it's pretty close. Down in first, and then closely followed by Armstrong, in my opinion. Yeah, from what I've seen, I I would agree, but um, I haven't forgiven him for a miss against Brentford. I don't know if you remember that one. 2-2. Uh, two, two. Two, two, from 2-0 two to 2-2. Two, two, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's got two that game, didn't he? I don't care, mate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, mate. You should have tucked that one away. No, but it's, 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 so, it's so brutal. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you just said he scored two that game. And I'm yeah, just but... saying, I don't care. You, you missed that chance. That's the thing. Everyone remembers the miss on the goals. Mm. It's yeah, no, it's, it's so crazy, man. It's a, which team has, has impressed you in, in championship this, this year? Uh, there's probably two. Brentford are a really, really good, strong team and Leeds. Yeah. Uh, non-stop and they run and they're constantly running, but they've got great quality. Uh not exactly how one another plays and them two have probably been the, the teams we've played. Yeah. He's been the, the most like difficult defender you've come up against this year. Ooh. I haven't played a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm trying to I'm trying to position this thing to make it seem like you've been hella active and, and whatever, but <laughs> at least you're honest about it, mate. Um I always think Pontus Janssen's a a tough one to play against. Big mm. big boy, strong. Better on the ball than probably people think. So I'd probably yeah. Okay, here's one then. Best defender you have ever played against? Vidic. Oh. Vidic. Which, what a name? He is unreal. Mm. He would literally hit the back of your head. Well, <laughs> he was an old school defender. A defender, but way better on the ball than people thought. Yeah, he was, he was unreal, and I think him, Ferdinand complemented each other really well. That's why. Yeah, that's yeah. Why. yeah, Rio's my um, Rio's my favorite defender ever. Yeah, yeah, he's he's my favorite defender ever, and then Vidic would make my my top five. They must goal. be the best pairing now. Second, they must be the best pairing. The pair that them two. Uh, yeah, we we've had this um, debate on on my on my podcast before, and then. I get like a bag of Chelsea fans telling me about Terry and um, Carvalho, which I, which I'm not having. And then now, because Liverpool are winning, you get all the Liverpool fans telling me Van Dijk and, and Gomez. Yeah. But, but Liverpool are, you know, their their fan base is just a bit. I, a bit I think over the course of five or six years, mm. he's been the best. I see where people are saying Gomez, they start winning the league, league, they could be held up in that same situation, but. I, yeah. Um, no, Adams and Bolton. 
Stop showing your age. Hello, do you know what I mean? Um, thoughts on Chris... Oh, this guy's got a bag of questions, but... Thoughts on Chris Brown as a as fellow striker? Chris Brown, uh, uh, he was at Blackburn with us. Um, he had a tough time at Blackburn, to be honest. He, I don't think he scored a goal in the time he was there. And I think a lot of the Blackburn fans, you know, made him aware of that. So, you know, I, I didn't really play that much with Brown, to be honest. Um, when I come in on loan at the end of January, I was I was only with Brownie till the last game of the season. So I didn't really play a lot with him. But the lad, great guy. Yeah. Your, who's, who's been your favourite strike partner that you've had over the years? Not me too, because he took me close. <laughs> uh, it's got to be Ducky, I think. Mm. Um, I think he was in here, actually. Just the way we complimented each other. We had two great seasons, the league one season, the season back in the championship. We we had um, a good understanding and we scored a lot of goals and I assisted him a lot more than he assisted me, which is strange for <laughs> uh, Yeah, I would say Ducky. Okay, cool. Um, what I'm going to tend to do now is, on my lives with players, we always get them to give me their five-a-side of um, people they played with. Your best five-a-side with people, of people that you've played with. So, floor is yours. Michelle Vaughan in goal. Okay, Swansea. He was a cat. Mm. He was unreal. Yeah. Uh, so, he's gone in. Uh, it's, it's funny, sorry, it's funny that because I remember him at Swansea being an unreal keeper. So then when he goes to like a Tottenham and becomes number two, uh, it's, it's so mind boggling to me. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's, he, it's must, he must have been there thinking he was going to challenge you know, for the number one spot. Mm. And then obviously that's not worked out. And it's tough for a goalkeeper because if you're not playing, mate, you're not playing for a number of years, then it's hard to get a club where. They were going to take you because they paid for that length of time. Yeah. Mm. So it is tough, but that season at Swansea was unreal. Yeah. Mm. I wasn't surprised he got a move, to be fair. Yeah. Okay, so me, self warning goal. That's your goalkeeper, sorted. Williams. Ashley Williams. Oh, Wes. yeah. He was, he was unreal for a good couple of seasons. And Wes Brown. Oh, Sunderland. Yeah. Okay, cool. You could still see at times of Sunderland how good of a defender he was in his prime. Do you know? Do you know where I think he suffered because he had Rio and and Vidic Yeah, in, in front of him. That's that's where he suffered for me because yeah, he was as good as any defender in, in you know on his day. So I think that's he suffered. Would have walked into a top four club easily. Mm. Easily mm. that good. Could uh, you see John O'Shea like how good he was as well? Yeah, you could tell. Yeah. Mm. You, you can tell with the obviously they were getting uh, getting on a bit when they were turning, but you could still see the quality. They the read the game you know, quicker than anyone else on the pitch, so you could still see you know, had that ability in so many games for United. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you got Michelle Vaughan, Ashley Williams, Wes Brown, Joe Allen. Joe, oh, come on! Doesn't give the ball away. Five aside, silky like that. Hmm. Uh, so I've got one more. One more. Centre floorboard. <laughs> I'm not 
I'll put Ducky in because his head will blow up massively. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm going to go meet you. Oh, yeah. Oh, well done. I think I'm going to put yeah, Nito. I'm going to go meet you, mate, because he was unreal. Yeah. Season. And like I said before, he's a breath of fresh air, mate. So I'm going to have to put him in purely for it's, the... It's, it's so funny that you, you don't even have any sort of, like, not ill feeling because it's football at the end of the day, but it's... I like seeing that you can actually hold your hands up and be like, no, nah, he deserved it. He was unreal. Yeah, he and did. I'm not bitter about it. It's always been my nature, mate. And so I, would, I couldn't not put him in. You can't score 19 goals in your first season in the Premier League and not go in. Yeah. Too good of a nature. Okay. So, there you go. Before you answer that, um, so just to run through your five aside because I'm going to put them all together and then and then see who's got like the best five yeah. aside. So Misha morning goal, yeah. Um, Ashley Williams, Wes Brown, centers, centre backs. Joe Allen in the middle, and Mitru up front. That's a good team, mate. That's all right, that isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's that's a good team. That defense is 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 one that ain't conceded many, mate, in, in a five aside. You're not getting past the cat in that goal, five or eight goals. Watch them to get past one. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. Okay, cool. So, best player in the championship for you? Ben Rama. It's so funny. Literally, everyone I know or everyone I've spoken to who, who plays in, in, the, in, the, in the championship, Ben Rama is literally the, 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 standout, the standout person. 100%. So much ability. <clears throat> uh, obviously scores a lot of goals as well from playing off the left assists mm. goals you know skillful on the ball can travel with the ball I'd be very surprised if Brentford don't go up in these days he'll yeah. definitely get a move at some point do you think he's good enough to play because I saw he was linked with Chelsea do you think he's good enough to play well I'm not going to ask you to be like he's not good enough but can you see him playing for like a top four already um, possibly. I think he's got all the attributes to do that. It's mm. whether I think it becomes a different pressure when you're playing for a Chelsea um, mm. club than a, a so it'll be interesting to see. But I, I think he wouldn't be out of place if he went to a Chelsea or someone like that. No. Yeah, um, I absolutely I think he's definitely my in my top five for championship players. I'm definitely, yeah, Calvin Phillips is my number one. That's no, yeah, he's great. Yeah. But I, I, mean, I like attacking players, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Calvin Phillips is, is definitely my, my number one, and then you've got the um, Ben Brahmers and and Ollie Watkins. He's had a really good season, yeah. yeah. And I had I had Ollie on my podcast actually, funny enough, and he was saying that Ben Brahmers absolutely unreal. So, um, and also, I've got a clip which I'm actually going to put out today, Brad. Of ben, what Ben Rama did to Bradley. Have you seen it? Oh, I've not seen it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've actually got to put it out. So I meant to put it out before, and, and he messaged me saying, oh, don't, don't, don't put it out. <laughs> yeah, no, I've definitely got to put that out. So, um, guys, we've got about just under 10 minutes left. Uh, there he is in the comments. There he is. Calvin um, Cook way better than you, Brad. <laughs> um, gosh. <laughs> okay, you've kind of answered this question, but I think this might have been a late comma. Um, Danny, what do you think of our chances of promotion? 
<clears throat> very realistic. I don't think... Um, I, I think it's very realistic, to be perfectly honest. I don't see what we've got to lose. Yeah. Us with nine games to go, so let's just give it a right go, mate. I think we've got a good chance. Yeah. If you could meet any player, dead or alive, who would it be? Messi. Oh. Messi. That's a good one. Uh, uh, by far the best in the world. It's funny because I think he's the best player, but I don't think he's... I don't think he'll go down as... Obviously, people like to compare him and Ronaldo, but yeah. they're just two two great players. But I think Messi's a better player. Yeah. I think Ronaldo will go down as the greater player out of them two. Yeah, possibly. I think we should just appreciate them both. Yes. How good they are. It's unreal. In our lifetime, two players going toe to toe, season after season, 11 years, no chance. Who's your best ever player, though? Like, growing up, who's. Who? Shearer. Really? Yeah. Is he the reason why you, why you decided to come and play that striker? Be a striker, yeah, 100%. Loved him. Oh, Just wow. Oh, but you support Newcastle, though, growing up. Oh, stop mentioning man. <laughs> nah, like just, just you know, he, he scored all types of different goals. Mm. He, he wasn't, he wasn't mad, but he was great in the air. He was so strong. Mm. Just, I remember there was like he was coming up to the to the back end of his career. I remember there were questions, question marks over if he could still do it, and he literally just kept banging in goals. I remember a volley against Everton. I think it was. Yeah, he's... but it's funny though because. When people talk about their top strikers in, in Premier League like history, they don't really mention him, even though he's got like, he's got the most. Yeah, he's, he's got the most goals, and they don't really, they don't really mention him. It's strange because he played for Southampton, um, Blackburn when they won the league, and Newcastle, mm. and obviously you know Andres and Aguero have all played for teams with dominated year after year. Yeah, he still doesn't get mentioned as much, but he's by far. He's way out in front of the ball, yeah. so I think he should get mentioned more to be honest. No, 100%. Um, just trying to get through. There's so many, but some of these questions are a bit rubbish. Um, I shouldn't really say that. <laughs> what do you think about Gateshead, DC? I think he's meant to put FD there. Oh, I was about to say, yeah. I, I love Gateshead, mate. I love Gateshead. That's where I was born. Uh, mm-hmm. I look out for the results and... I know there's been a tough time going on off the pitch with the own stuff like that. Um, you know, hopefully one day, um, you know, towards the, the back end of my career, I'd like to try and get a seat there and, and play for me on time. So it be nice. Yeah. Um, quickly, you guys have, um, I've spoken to Brad about this guy, you guys have a right back. Ryan Who? Ryan Nyambi. Oh, is that who's, who's in the comments? I think uh, so. How far can Ryan um, be Oh, is that him? The right back? Yeah, he can go. He, he'll definitely play in the Premier League. Yeah, because I remember I went to you guys' game against um, Charlton, funny enough. Yeah. And that was my first time really seeing him. Yeah. And he's, oh, he's ridiculous. He's rapid. He's yeah. so, so quick. And the best thing about Ryan is he, he works so hard off the pitch and he's crossing and and you know, simple passes, which he probably wasn't great at the first eight months he brought into the team. Yeah. Getting the benefits from it now, uh, all that hard work he's put in, which is 
It's a great decision. Do you and Tony Mowbray get on well? Like a house on fire. <laughs> we, get on, we all get on well, you know, all, all the staff. Mm. I think I can pretty much vouch for everyone. We, we all get on and we all try to pull together in the right direction. Is probably why we've, we've had a great season. What was it about Blackburn which initially like, attracted you? Like, why did you pick them? So obviously it was they they come in for me on loan when Paul Lambert was there. Yeah, um, that one. Mm. and obviously I wasn't playing. So again, to go out and get some games and and play box was was great for me. And you know I had a good end of the season. Scored seven goals in eighteen games, I think. You know, and I I, I kind of felt as though that was the right place for me. The deal I uh, I added Sunderland, so you know I, I made the deal permanent. I've loved it ever since. Yeah. I mean, it's, it seems like a, a good fit for you. Right? And I can tell you genuinely enjoy, enjoy it there. And one thing I do love about you, though, is when you score a goal, you milk that celebration. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely love it. <laughs> I always got told to celebrate like it's your last. Yeah. So that's what I tend to do. Even if even a 34, mate, I, I celebrate like a 10-year-old in the park. Yeah, no, I, honestly, I, I love that. And I always say, when I see strikers score and they just absolutely milk it, I don't like it when I see um, strikers not celebrate. Yeah. I don't like that. So that's why I, I always love someone like Jermaine Defoe. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Just absolutely he celebrate. Training him. Say again? He used to celebrate in training. Oh, is it? Yeah, he, he loved scoring goals, mate. It was, it was great to see him. Obviously, when he come to Sunderland, mate, to sit back and and watch, you know, how he approached the game. And he was first in the training ground, last out. He was always stretching. He was doing finishing before and after sessions. Yeah. It was just crazy to see uh, that caliber do that much training. Yeah. Okay, well, guys, I've just been given the two-minute um, warning here. So, um, I hope you've had a good time, Danny, man. Honestly, thank you so much for doing this, man. Thanks for having me, buddy. It's been enjoyable. Yeah, man. Um, and, guys, if you need to see more, just follow Counterattack Pod and you know, which is there pinned up. And um I'm back tomorrow with um Watford's Adrian Mariapa. So that should be a good one. But um yeah, Danny, all the best. You know, I hope they give you that contract. You know, just it's for cool. it's funny though, because you in the ideal world they'll give it to you just because of loyalty. Do you know what I mean? But football don't work like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Football don't work like that. So <laughs> It's, it's yeah anyway but love for that um this is going to go up on youtube when it comes out i'm sure I'll, I'll let you know but thanks man thank you buddy appreciate it yeah guys in a bit see you later so yeah.